morning, City Church. This is George Davis, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. One of today's lectionary readings is from Isaiah chapter 48. Starting in verse 3, God says, The former things I declared of old, they went out from my mouth and I announced them. Then suddenly I did them and they came to pass. Because I know that you are obstinate, and your neck is an iron sinew, and your forehead brass. I declared them to you from old. Before they came to pass, I announced them to you, lest you should say, My idol did them, my carved image, and my metal image commanded them. Here, God is calling out the people of Judah for their idolatry, for falsely ascribing the work of God to their man-made idols. This theme of idolatry is one that God repeatedly returns to throughout the book of Isaiah, indeed throughout the Bible. Now, to be honest, when I read these descriptions of idolatry in the Bible, it's easy to gloss over them. After all, I don't have any little metal or wooden statues in my home that I'm worshiping, offering sacrifices to, or muttering incantations over. But God doesn't let me off the hook that easily. In preparing for this podcast, I found a more comprehensive definition of idolatry from Pastor John Piper, who describes idolatry as craving, wanting, enjoying, being satisfied by anything that you treasure more than God. For me, that hits much closer to home. There's a whole lot in my life that I crave, want, enjoy, or am satisfied by that I treasure more than God. A few years ago, God started to open my eyes to one example. That was Sunday football, and more specifically, Pittsburgh Steelers football. I was born in Pittsburgh and spent 10 formative years in Yinzer country. For as long as I can remember, I've rooted for the Steelers and experienced all the highs and lows that come with being irrationally devoted to a professional sports team by virtue of the mere fact that I was born in that team's city. If there was a Steelers game on TV, I was watching it start to finish. About six years ago, I attended my first game in person at Heinz Field, and it was honestly a spiritual experience. But the problem is, like most professional football games, almost all of the Steelers games are on Sunday, a day God gives us for rest and worship with his people. As a result, I increasingly found that my devotion to the Steelers was competing directly with my devotion to the Lord. During football season, more often than not, our family was late getting to church because I had to finish watching the game on TV before we could leave. Or, if we did get to church before the game ended, I would be obsessively checking the score of the game on my phone during the service. Sorry, Eric. And God forbid if the Steelers lost... It would put me in a foul mood for the rest of the day, making me more irritable and short-tempered with Julie and our kids. Returning back to Isaiah 48, verses 9 through 11, we read God telling Judah, For my name's sake, I defer my anger. For the sake of my praise, I restrain it for you, that I may not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake... For my own sake, I do it. For how should my name be profaned? 
My glory I will not give to another. As we see in these verses, God will not share his glory with another. He is jealous for his name, and he would not let me stay where I was with my divided loyalties. By his spirit, he used my own feelings of frustration and unrest, as well as conversations with a close friend, to convict me of the ways that I'd made Steelers football an idol, elevating it to a place where it was competing with the worship that was due to God alone. Over the last few years, God has been putting to death my idolatrous love for this black and gold professional sports team, calling me to repentance and renewed trust in him. I've basically had to stop watching Steelers games on Sunday or even checking the scores online. This was not easy, especially at first. But because God is faithful to his promises, now that I don't order the Lord's Day around a football game, I experience Sunday as a much more restful and restorative time for me and my family. To be clear, there are many idolatrous loves in my life, and I know God has much work still to do. But because of who He is, I know He will be faithful to His promise to refine away the things that draw my worship from where it should be. So what about you? What is it in your life that is competing with Him for your worship and devotion? I'd encourage you to ask God to open your eyes to what you've been craving and treasuring more than Him. Because of what Jesus has done, we know God's love for us is unfailing, as it says at the end of Psalm 44. Don't be afraid to go to Him in repentance and faith. Thanks for listening, City Church. Stay well and do good.